Well, hey, hey, what's up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Amazing Seller Podcast. This is episode number 350. Wait a minute here. What? Episode 350? That is crazy. I can't believe we made it to episode 350. Last episode, I talked about milestones. Well, this is one to celebrate. I need to give myself a high five. Way to go. Yeah, that was uh, that was kind of weird. But yeah, this is awesome. We're at episode 350 and I plan to continue and I just never would have imagined that uh, we'd make it to 350 when I started episode number one. I had no idea where this was going to lead and now, I mean, we're talking thousands of people. We reach every single episode and I want to thank you guys for making this possible and for sending in your questions on the Ask Scott sessions and being able to connect with you at the, you know, meetups that we've had in the past or the live events. I just want to say Thank you so much. This has been an awesome, rewarding journey so far for me to be able to reach you guys and help you guys in some small way. And again, it means a lot. And here we are, episode 350. So what are we going to be talking about today? Well, today, actually, I was thinking about like, I really kind of wanted to address this because so many people are looking for the next new tactic or the hack or the silver bullet or the shiny object, right? I mean, Everyone wants to know the shortcut, and the reason why I I want to address this is actually I was on one of our private hangouts for our class, and one of our students said, Scott, when are you going to show us maybe a new tactic or a new strategy, and I was like, all right, wait a minute here, Let's, let's do a timeout for a second, I want to go through where you're at right now. And have you done everything up to this point? Like, why are you looking for new tactics and strategies unless you've mastered everything else that we've already covered? And uh, he was kind of like, oh, I, I guess I, I, yeah, I understand now. Thank you for that. Because uh, sometimes we we want the new thing, right? The tactic, the hack, because we want that shortcut. But I'm not here to give you shortcuts. Yes, I will give you a new strategy that I'm trying or that I'm playing around with or that someone that I'm working with is like, that's fine, right? Like a new split test, like split testing an image, like, wow, you, you know, you'll, you'll never believe what happened here. I, you know, I was selling sunflower seeds and I had, I had a bag, you know, showing, or I had a picture of the bag. And then the other one, I spelled out seeds and it, ended up converting better. Like, and I got that one from Greg Mercer because in our split testing webinar that we did, we actually went through that and that was one of the the split tests. So yeah, like stuff like that is, is fine, but you know, some people are even trying to go like gray hat or black hat. And, and, uh, for those of you that are brand new that you don't know what that term means or that terminology means, it means just really you're trying to game the system and you're trying to find a shortcut to get an advantage. And, a lot of times, it's it's a shortcut that will be short-term, but then also could get you banned. So I'm not going to be covering any of those. At least in my eyes, I'm not going to be looking at any gray hat, black hat type stuff. What I do want to cover, though, is I want to cover the seven things, okay? The seven things that, to me, if you focus on these seven things, then you will always, always be growing. You'll always be moving the needle. And really what I mean by that is, is really just growing as a business and you're going to be learning through this process, but you're also going to be feeding Amazon and your own channel what it needs. And, uh, and that's what really what I want to kind of go through. I want to go through like the winning formula. Uh, and just to kind of give you like, there, there's like three things to the winning formula for me. And, and again, we're going to break these down into these seven things, but 
you know, the, the winning formula to me is good product. Obviously, you got to have a good product, right? I mean, if you don't have a good product, you know, you're going to market it and it's going to, maybe you'll get some sales, but you're going to get really bad reviews and stuff. And then it's going to tank. And you're going to do terrible. Like, that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about good product serving a good market. That would be a little, you know, a little extension there as far as like, you know, you, you probably should go after a good market, uh, but a good product, you know, a good product that's, you know, in demand, it's got depth, like all of that stuff, which we'll talk about. Optimization, like that's the other part of the winning formula, because if your listing isn't optimized, then you can't really do that well on Amazon. And we're just talking about Amazon right now, but I'm going to show you through these seven things that we're going beyond Amazon. And that's really like there's so many different things that we could be focusing on, but I want to kind of bring you through these and then have you maybe even write these down or or maybe you can go over to the show notes page to this episode, which is going to be easy, episode 350, duh, right? <laughs> episode 350, theamazingseller.com forward slash 350. That's an easy one to remember. And that there will have these seven things, all right, that you can actually use and follow. And maybe even, like I said, have it as a cheat sheet. And when you think to yourself, what is the new strategy? What is the new tactic? What is the new technique? Look at each one of these and see where you can improve upon these, all right? So the winning formula, good product plus optimization plus sales. Like, that's the winning formula for Amazon, but it's also... (laughs) even if you're off of Amazon, like that's the winning formula because the sales are going to naturally obviously bring in cash, but then it's also going to help you in a lot of, in a lot of cases, like with ranking, right. And in reviews and feedback, it just kind of feeds itself. All right. So that's what I want to do here. I want to break down these seven. So that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to go ahead and jump into these. And like I said, the show notes can be found at theamazingseller.com forward slash 350. You might want to download these. The transcripts will be there for you as well. All right. So here's what I want you to think about. Okay. I want you to master these seven things and you're going to be way ahead of your competition. So let's just kind of get it rolling right now. Number one, it's like I said, a good product, right? Well, one skill that a lot of people will just, they'll find their product or they think they found their product and then they move on and that's fine, but you should always be refining, you should always be mastering product research. Like that's one skill that I think you can always get better at. You can always, always learn from going through product research. And the way that you learn a lot of times is by doing the exercises, is doing the exercises over and over and over again. Like so many people say, Scott, I spent the weekend, I couldn't find a product. What do I do? You keep doing it. Like you just keep doing it and it's going to get better and better and you're going to refine it and you might have some that you think are winners and then the next week you go and you look at it again and you're like, eh, I don't know because I just did this over here again and oh, I seen this one thing because I did what Scott said in episode 189 and basically I looked at the depth, the demand, the history and it doesn't check out. Like you're going to have your own system, your own set of filters But that's a big one because if you can get really, really good at product research, everything else becomes easier. Like it all starts there. And it also goes into product, uh, I'm sorry, uh, market research. So you might even want to take it a step further and look at it and go, okay, let me find the market. And then after I find the market, what products can I serve to that market? right? So that's a great way. And it's always like starting to learn and dig deeper into your market. A great way is magazines. I've talked about this on my workshops. Like go to your your local uh, bookstore and it's going to be like a mile long uh, rack of magazines. It's just, it's insane on how many magazines are still being produced, even though we're in this digital world. 
Like people still like to pick up a magazine. Well, guess what? These magazines are loaded with products that are serving a market. So again, like just understanding the market and then figuring out products rather than just going and saying, I'm going to go find that product. I think that's another one, but it's again, I'm, I'm saying it's a skill. It's, it's something that you're going to be learning and getting better at every single time you do it. It's not a set and forget. I'm done. I did the product research. It's over. And now I'm moving on. That's fine. You are going to move on once you get, when you, when you start to source and launch that product, but you're still never going to want to stop that, right? You're always going to want to be actively flexing that muscle or those muscles, I should say, because there's different parts of it that you're going to be doing. So product research, that's a big one. Like, so just because you think that you're, you've made it, right, you still need to be working on product research and market research. Like, that should be like a steady diet, like all the time. Even if you're not necessarily even looking to launch a new product, you still should be actively doing that. So that's one thing that I think everyone overlooks and they still should be mastering. And I should probably mention, uh, we do a product research workshop and it's totally free. And depending on when you're listening to this, there could be a replay up or we might be doing an upcoming one. So you can head over to theamazingseller.com forward slash workshop and you can see when an upcoming one is there. And we kind of break down all of these different things for product research. All right, so moving on. So the next thing, number two, the second thing is sourcing. And so many people say, well, Scott, I went to Alibaba or I went to AliExpress and, uh, you know, I didn't really have good luck or, you know, I, I can't really find a good supplier. Well, you got to dig deeper than that. You know, you, you have to go and then start building those relationships. And it's funny, I have a partner that I'm working with and they are actually building a personal relationship with one of our, one of our suppliers, like literally on a personal level, they were talking about relationships, like relationships like this is a a supplier that's a that's a female and she's having some guy trouble and they got talking about this stuff so now there's all of a sudden this another level of trust like I'm not saying you have to do that but what I'm saying is is the relationships that you're building in the sourcing will make it that much easier moving forward when you're finding other products because even though they might not source it they've got connections there because they're there okay so don't overlook, again, building the relationships in sourcing. You might even want to take a trip to China. That's not on my list right now. Uh, actually, I spoke to a good friend of mine, Mike Jackness, who I had on the podcast. And, uh, you know, great guy building a, a really large brand, seven-figure brand. It's only two years old. And uh, he's going over to China right now. And I asked him, I said, are you going over there to find more products and stuff? He goes, no, nah, I'm just going over there to strengthen the relationships. So he's just going over there to strengthen the relationships with his suppliers and building out that relationship and and maybe even networking, right? So once you do that and once you start to establish these relationships, again, then when you have product ideas and that you want to find someone that might not even be selling on Alibaba or AliExpress, that's how you do it. So again, that's part of, you know, again, mastering these different elements to build your business. Okay, so sourcing is a big one, all right? Three, optimization, okay? This is thing number three. Uh, Now, optimization, what do I mean by that? Well, optimization is your listing on Amazon or optimization could be your listing on your own website and making it SEO friendly, search engine optimization, for those of you that don't know what that means. So you can be, you know, starting to rank for keywords outside of Amazon on your own platform. 
okay? Or maybe you're optimizing your Facebook ads, or maybe you're optimizing, uh, you know, maybe uh, one of your other social media channels. Like wherever you are, optimization is another part that you could be focusing on to move the needle. But let's just talk about Amazon for a second. There's so much that you can do with optimizing your listing, okay? And you can test things and you can split test things. Again, that's your high level strategy. That's your that's your hack. I just did air quotes. You know, that that's your hack. Like do a split test with two different images. You know how easy that is? Like literally just take two images and do an A-B uh, split test and, and you can set that up very easily in Splitly. Uh, if you guys have not checked out Splitly, I recommend that you do. I am an affiliate for it, to be totally transparent. But uh, again, I only promote products that I believe in. But it's a, it's a tool that I definitely think is is really useful if you're at that stage, right? If you're not at that stage, don't worry about it. But we're talking about high level in a sense, or you know, like you know, really moving the needle. Like optimization is a big one. So images. You know, doing keyword research on a, again, on a regular basis and, and understanding by looking at some of your search term reports in, in pay-per-click or maybe you're doing uh, something using scope on some one of your competitors' listings and you're seeing what are more of the popular keywords so you can start to tailor your message towards that, towards that audience and towards that market. So optimization, again, like uh, people want, like, what's the new hack? What's the new shortcut? These are... These are shortcuts. These are ways that you can then move the needle, but just make your stuff better and also get more skilled. When you're building these, you know, when you're building these assets and then you're you're learning through this process, you're also building your skill set. And when you learn optimization and when you start to go through all this stuff, you're going to be getting smarter and you're going to be getting uh, more information to then help you on your other products when you go to launch them. And then it'll become easier. So again, three is optimization. Don't overlook optimization. And I, I'm, I'm a big fan of not, of not doing this, of not over-optimizing, meaning that you're optimizing every single day and you're changing things so you don't know what really works. Like one thing at a time. And I've said that before, like do something now, set it, forget it for a little while, come back, look at the data. And then, you know, like Obviously, if you're doing the optimization thing, you set up the split test, you walk away, you come back and look at it in two weeks, see what it's done. But in the meantime, you're doing other things to build your business. Okay. So optimization is a big one. Number four, okay. Outreach or list building or both. And what do I mean by that? Well, while you're thinking about like the next new tactic or the next hack, I say you start doing some good old fashioned outreach. Find bloggers in your network. Find YouTubers in your in your market. Uh, you know, find Instagram pages that you could potentially use to uh, to basically show your product at a discount. Uh, building your email list is a big one, and I think if you're not doing that, that should be what you should be focusing on. If you're like, what's the next tactic and hack hack that I can do? It's building an email list and then learning that process. Okay, and as you're learning that process, guess what? You're building your skill set. And as you build this skill set, you start to build your business, you're getting more sales, you're getting more reviews, you're getting all of this stuff because you're doing this on a regular basis. So everything I'm talking about right here are ways for you to get more skilled, but then also to build your business and always be moving the needle, always be moving the needle. Now, with the list building stuff, I mean, we can go into deeper discussion there and all that, which I'll mention that a little bit in, in I think, one of the steps coming up here. But for, for list building, like, how, how does that help you? 
Like how does outreach help you? Well, it allows you to launch your product in the beginning with giveaways or flash sale, uh, with discounts, and then you capture the email address in exchange for the the, the code that you're going to give them for the discount. Not in exchange for a review. Let's not get let's not get uh, misunderstood here. It's basically you're saying like instead of driving people from an outreach, like let's say that you had someone that you found as a YouTuber and you said, I'd love to give away five of my units to your audience and you can do whatever you want to give them away. Maybe you do like some type of uh, contest or whatever and that's it. And then when they go over to enter the contest, they enter their name and email address and then you'll announce the winner or you can give a discount to their entire audience. Hey, uh, someone's got a YouTube channel of 250,000 subscribers and you say, I'll give your your viewers 25% off because, uh, you know, you can just say that, you know, you know me and, you know, you're, I'm, I'm extending this offer to your, to your, uh, you know, your subscriber base. And then you announce that on your YouTube channel. And now you would then send them to a landing page, which then would intercept the email address in exchange for the coupon code. Like that's how that would work again. And I don't want you, if you guys are brand new and you're listening to this, don't get overwhelmed by this stuff. I'm just trying to really break it down and chunk it down that these are strategies. These are techniques. These are hacks, if you will, right? It's just, these are, these are long lasting. Okay. These are long lasting business building skill sets that you're creating, you're doing, and you're learning through this process and you're moving the needle. Okay, so again, outreach and list building, do not overlook that. That's a big one that a lot of people overlook. That to me, moving forward in 2017 and beyond, that to me, that is critical. And that is one component, one key piece that if you really start to master that, you'll be able to, you know, you'll be able to jump over your competition without them even knowing what happened. Um, again, I mean, you can do surveys to your audience now, to your list, you know, that you build. Um, and what do I mean by that? You can ask them, hey, I'm going to be launching this new product and uh, I want your opinion on this. What color do you think we should go with? What's your favorite, A, B, or C? And then you get that feedback. And then guess what? You make it the top color. Now that you know from your audience that you've built, you know what you should be creating. And then it makes it that much easier. And then you say, hey, thanks so much for that. And oh, by the way, next week we're going to be launching it. We're going to give you guys 25% off because you guys helped us out. Thanks. And then guess what? You boost your sales on Amazon or on your own e-commerce, whatever you want to do. And you've just moved the needle again. Okay. And that's something you can do over and over again. All right. Uh, So that's outreach and list building. That's number four. And I want to stress that that's most of the time it's overlooked by a lot of people. Uh, a lot of people are only focusing on internal stuff on Amazon. I want you guys to think bigger. And when you're thinking about like, what's the next thing, Scott? You showed me everything up to this point. I want the next new thing. The new thing is everything I'm talking about right now. Like you can constantly be tweaking and looking at your business and kind of seeing the pulse of your business and then seeing where you can dive in and make the most impact with the least amount of work and then learn through that process. So number five, let's move on. Sponsored product ads, pay-per-click. If you're not thinking to yourself that you have room to improve, you're you're limiting yourself because I don't know anyone out there that even someone that is an expert at sponsored product ads, which I think Chris Schaefer is probably someone that knows a lot about this topic and sometimes he starts to geek out about it and I'm like, whoa, 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 like, you know, slow down, big fella. 
Like I, I, I gotta, I gotta catch up here, right? Because he can start talking about, well, we're gonna take this campaign and we're gonna, you know, take a negative keyword. We're gonna, we're gonna do that to just a phrase match, and and it's just like, whoa, whoa, like wait a minute, right? But what I'm saying is, is there is always, always room to improve your sponsored product ads, your pay per click, and learn that. And if you learn that, number one, it's going to help you get more sales. What's that going to do? That's going to help you rank. It's going to help you possibly get more feedback. It's going to help you possibly get more reviews because naturally you're getting sales. All right. So the other thing that it will do for you is it'll give you intelligence. It'll give you data. Okay. And what do I mean? Well, if you think that your main keyword is garlic press, it might be stainless steel garlic press. And you wouldn't know that until you looked at the data inside of your sponsored product ads. Well, guess what now? Now you can start to focus on that keyword but or search term and you can then optimize your listing. Go back to number three and say, let me plug this into my title or let me plug this into the back end or let me make my images reflect this. Right, so now I can I can really target who my who my product is for because maybe your pictures were you know they're they're targeting someone else, but then once you figure out that that search term is really different, then you can make your images match what they're really looking for, and then that's going to bump up your conversions even by a half a percent or a percent. That's big, right? So these are these are tactics, these are strategies. I keep going back to that because people ask me, Scott, what's the new thing? Like, what's the what's the thing that's gonna make everything happen? It's these things. You have to break these things down. Okay. So again, sponsor product ads. We did a whole week uh, worth of uh, a whole week worth of uh, uh, you know Facebook lives, and we did uh, we did a, a free workshop where we walk through like setting up your first campaigns, and then looking at the data, and then using the new tool Ignite, like all of that stuff we did for free. It's still available. You can head over to theamazingseller.com forward slash ppc, and you can get all that for free. Uh, so definitely go check that out if you're at that point. Again, if you're not at that point, don't worry about it. Okay. Now let's move on. This is uh, thing number six, and I love it how I made these things. I should have made them even more sexy, but they're a thing, all right? These are the secrets, the seven secrets. There it is. The seven secrets that will get you way ahead or that will help you uh, crush your competition, right? That's a good line, right? Let's, let's use that one. I'm just kidding. Let's just use it thing. So thing number, <laughs> thing number six is Facebook ads, okay? And... Okay, so why would you want to focus on Facebook ads? Scott, should I take Facebook ads and drive them to my Amazon listing? The answer is no, you shouldn't. At least in my eyes, in my opinion, is no. What should you do with Facebook ads? Well, you should go find your audience, number one. That's the first thing. Go scope out your audience. Go see where they are. See what they're talking about. Just go there and be a fly on the wall. That would be the first thing. For Facebook, that's going to be huge amount of value for you, and it's going to establish where your market is hanging out, okay? Now, once we've established this, now we can start to put our little billboard, and I always love using the billboard analogy because years ago, you know, even now, if you if you buy a billboard on the highway, you're paying no matter if anybody, you know, goes to that address that you put up there or the number to call, you're paying for every time someone sees that for the month, right? You're just paying to have it sit there. With Facebook ads, we're getting our ad in front of there, our billboard, if you will, in front of the traffic, and we're only paying if someone actually clicks on it. 
Wow, that's pretty amazing. Listen to what I just said. I can I could put that billboard in front of thousands of people and I'm only going to pay if someone clicks on it, okay? It's the same thing as sponsored product ads. Every time that someone sees my listing, I don't pay for it until someone clicks on it, okay? Now, with Facebook ads, though, we can custom tailor the messaging. We can custom tailor the offer. With, with product sponsored ads, you, uh, you, you know, you can't. You, you have to basically just use what your listing is. That's how it works. But with Facebook ads, we can drive targeted, very important that you understand this, targeted traffic, even by demographic, if your audience, and you'll start to see this stuff, again, once you start to learn Facebook ads and mastering it and all of that stuff, okay, you're going to learn about your demographic. You may think that right now your target market is 30-year-old women and, uh, you know, moms. Maybe it's, uh, you know, maybe it's moms and they're 30 years old, 30 to 35 years old. But then after you start running ads, you start to see that it's actually 42-year-old women. And, you know, maybe they're married and their average household income is $75,000. Like, you can literally get it that refined. You can even do it by zip code. I know, I mean, we started, I mean, we're going, we're going way back, but when, when Facebook ads first started coming out, like, I could target people. I mean, you still can, but back then you still could do it locally. So for a local business, we could then target people in our zip code. You still can do that, by the way. If you have a brick and mortar business, you should be using that. Um, And then there's a whole bunch of other things you can do with Facebook ads, like retargeting. So let's say that someone comes to my page that I created with my offer, and maybe that offer is a discount to my product. Again, imagine this. You put your ad in front of your target audience, your billboard, and then they see it, and it's attractive, and they go, oh yeah, I would love to get that for... 50% off. They click on it. They go to a landing page. We call that a landing page. We capture their name and email address. And then on the next page, we give them a discount code. It's that simple. Like that's, that's how that would work. Right. And then from there, we build that email list of people that are interested. And at this point, those people are customers because they're buying the product. Okay. But here's the other cool thing that you can do with Facebook ads is now we can drop a pixel on that page. Now, guys, if this is getting a little techy, a little geeky, under, please understand this. I am not a tech guy. I, I can kind of work my way through it. I can kind of figure things out, but I'm not the tech guy. But I do know the basis of how everything works, and I've set some of this stuff up myself. But don't think you have to know all this stuff. But if you don't know this, that means you have room for growth, okay? Just understand that. If you're listening to me right now and you're like, man, I haven't done that, or man, I don't even know where to start with that means you have room to grow. There's your there's your strategy. There's your tactic. There's your hack, okay? So Facebook ads, if we put a pixel on that landing page now and they don't enter their name and email address, guess what? We're going to build a custom audience inside of Facebook just because they landed on that page. And now I can start to show them other offers within Facebook, okay? So I can do that. So if you're not doing any of this right now and you're asking yourself, what can I do to move the needle, Facebook ads would be a big one because then we're going to drive targeted traffic to an offer that will then capture their email address, also pixel them so we can retarget them later with other products or maybe a different version of our product or maybe just a different offer, okay? So that's Facebook ads. That's number six. And that's just Facebook ads. We didn't talk about Google We didn't talk about Bing. We didn't talk about Instagram stuff. We didn't talk about any of that stuff. Because right now, 
I'm just like Facebook, like I haven't even scratched the surface there yet, right? So why go to all these other platforms, try to learn them? They're there if we want to. So Facebook ads would just be traffic, right? That's your traffic. And what do we do with that traffic? We list build. We get sales. We can build community. We can start to, once we get an email list, we can say, hey guys, we've got a community that we're building in this market. And all you have to do is go here. It's free to join. And we're going to be showing our examples or our samples or our pictures that we took with this new thing that we're doing or whatever, right? So you can start to build that community. And then with that community, guess what? You start to build that around your brand maybe. And then you can start to get more information. You can start to put up those polls. Like I said, Hey, what do you guys like better A, B or C? And then they're basically helping you design and pick your next product. And that's the data that you can get from that. Again, it's a little bit more down the line, a little bit more advanced. If you're running Facebook ads though, a little side tip, you're going to be building a Facebook fan page regardless, because in order to run Facebook ads, you have to have a Facebook fan page. It's just the way it works. And naturally without you even asking, people are going to like your page. It's just the way it's going to happen. It's just going to work like that. Like we just started this in our brand that we that we just literally started to promote and starting to get some emails and stuff. We started to run our first giveaway for this uh, for this market, and we've already got uh, I think it's just over twenty six hundred Facebook fan page likes, and our community that we're starting to build um, has a few hundred in it already. Okay, and our email list is over seven thousand. Okay. Just from what I'm talking about here with this Facebook ad stuff. Okay. Now again, do not get overwhelmed with that. I just want to, I'm, I'm just giving you guys like, you know, the basic stuff, more advanced stuff, and there's always room to grow. There's always room to dig into each one of these things. Okay. These secrets, I just did air quotes again, um, that you can always dig into and, and learn more about and get more advanced and start to move the needle. Okay. So let's finish up with number seven. And this one's pretty big, actually. Uh, this this was it was a toss up between the one that I said that was most overlooked was number four was outreach and list building. I think number seven is another one, and that is email follow up, whether it's on Amazon or your own list. And what I mean by that is good copy, good email copy. And what do I mean by that? Well. If you're sending emails to people, you don't want them to just be sales pitches, you know, one after the other. You want them to be value add in every email. Uh, A good book by uh, Gary Vaynerchuk, which was jab, 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 right hook. And the jabs are, you know, value, value, value. And then the right hook is an ask, which which could basically be like, you can still send out that, you know, that really good blog post that you wrote or YouTube video that you found. And then in the PS, you can say, oh, by the way, we're doing a flash sale this weekend, 25% off all of our garlic presses or whatever, right? So you can do that. It's, it's still, it's, you know, you're, you're still adding value. Um, but with email follow-up, again, if it's on Amazon, you're a little bit limited on what you can do as far as like, uh, you know, subject lines or even like call to actions and stuff like that. But you still can do some of that. But what you need to understand is writing good copy and we talk about like ad copy or copy, meaning just like the the writing, okay? It's just like the basis or, you know, the even the formatting of an email, all of that stuff. But the thing that always you always should be focusing on is, is how to better communicate with your customer. And what I mean by that is when you know your customer better than they know themselves, in a sense, to where you're talking their language by listening in Facebook groups and Facebook communities and communicating with them yourself through email, asking 
you know, open-ended questions, all of that stuff, you're going to learn how to speak to your market. And then what's going to happen is when you send out an email, you're going to get more people to open your email. Because your headline, your subject line is going to be well-written because you're going to be learning how to do this. And then from there, once you get them to open the email, now you're communicating in a nice tone in your email. Hopefully, it's the front person writing the email. That could be you or someone else. And then from there, you're able to write in a way that keeps them engaged, but then also delivers value. And then hopefully, gets them to to do one call to action, which could be click here to go watch this new video, click here to go go read this new blog post, uh, click here to uh, to go to our flash sale. Like whatever it is, like that's another part of the piece that you could always be getting better at. You can always be looking at, like once you get an email, uh, once you get an email list, you're gonna be sending out an email and you're gonna be able to look and see how many people actually opened the email, okay? Depending on what service you're using, we're using for our brands right now ConvertKit. And uh, ConvertKit works really well. It gives you all the stats and everything. AWeber does, MailChimp does. They all pretty much do. ClickFunnels does. Um, and what it'll do is now we'll send out an email, and you can split test that email too. Like let's say you have a thousand people on an email list, you can split it and say, all right, subject line A, I want to go to 500, and subject line B, I want to go to the other subject or the other uh, segment. And now you can do is you can say, oh, this one got a 30% open, and this one got, I don't know, well. Let's say it got a 38% open. So then you can say, that's an 8% more just because I used the word special or something like that. Like you can literally add one change to that subject line and then see what performs better. And then you can learn from that, right? And then you can test this stuff ongoing. Um, Same thing goes inside the email. You can see how many clicks you get on a link. So then you might want to put three different links in there and then and then you can maybe it's three different topics in your market and then you can see which one got the most clicks. Well, when you see which one got the most clicks, guess what you're going to be writing about more the next time or you're going to be uh, maybe creating the next product around whatever was the most clicked on thing because that's the most interest. So again, that all comes down to the email follow-up, whether that's on Amazon or whether that's on your own list, it all works hand in hand. So guys... That is the seven things to me that will it'll take you way ahead of your competition because most people are not thinking this deep. They're thinking about what's the next new trick, the tactic, the hack that I can do right now to game the system, to get to page one and start ranking. And then from there, maybe I get, you know, I get more sales, obviously, maybe more reviews, but then also what can happen is I could get banned from Amazon because I did something that was gray hat or black hat. And they suspended my account. Like, so what I'm looking at is what can we do long-term? What are the long-term strategies and skill sets that are going to help us move this business or any other business that we work in in the future, okay? So again, let me just kind of recap here really quickly, okay? Master these seven things, and I'm telling you, it'll take you way ahead of your competition, and you'll be skilled in so many other areas to help move your business. So number one is product research. And, and market research. Like that right there is a big one. Number two, sourcing and building those relationships and, and really getting those connections set over time. Three, optimization, whether that's listing optimization on your Amazon listing, whether it's eBay, whether it's uh, maybe your own e-commerce store, optimization. You should be always trying to make those better and learning more about split testing and, uh, and doing that through optimization is uh, to me a great way to, to move the needle. Number four is outreach to bloggers, to YouTubers, to Instagrammers, to any social media platforms and list building. 
and you, you're going to be doing giveaways and flash sales and surveys and discounts and all of that stuff. Number five, pay-per-click, sponsored product ads. That's inside of Amazon. Again, it's a whole beast in itself that you should be trying to figure out on an ongoing basis and learning more about your market and your products and what people are actually searching for. And then taking that information, using it in your sponsored product ads, but then also further optimizing your listings. And then sixth thing is Facebook ads, okay? Traffic, like getting the traffic, not to your listings, but to build your list. And then to start getting sales from that. And then to start learning about retargeting. And then starting to learn about how to create a lookalike audience. We didn't even talk about that. Like taking your email list and then uploading it into Facebook ads. And then creating a lookalike audience from those emails. Or then retargeting that email list. Like there's a ton that you can do there. And I, again, I don't have, I don't have a ton of time here on this. I've already went over what I wanted to. But I wanted to really drill into each one of these. And then the last thing is number seven, and that is email follow-up, whether that's on Amazon or your own email list and learning how to write better copy, okay? How to communicate better with your customers and with your potential customers. Because if you're building an email list, they might not be a customer yet. And uh, that would be all of the things that I would say, depending on where you are, learn these, dig into each one of these. And if you do that on an ongoing basis, you're going to build up a really, really powerful set of skills. And also you'll be moving the needle while you're doing this. All right. And again, what does all of this do for us? Well, in a nutshell, sales are really what we're going after, right? Because sales on Amazon will help us get better ranking. It'll help us get feedback. It'll help us get more reviews. It'll help us get more data in pay-per-click so we can do all of those other things that we talked about, all right? But right now, I want to remind you guys, stop looking for the next new tactic or hack, okay? Focus on these seven things. I'm telling you, these are so powerful, and so many people, again, are just trying to look for the next new hack, and to me, you're always going to be looking for that, and you're also putting your brand at risk, And I would not want to see you do that. Now, I get a lot of people that ask me about this whole, like, how to build that email list and all of that stuff. We actually have done a workshop where we show you exactly what we've done and kind of how we've done it. We give actually a case study. If you guys want to check that out, head over to theamazingseller.com forward slash build list. It'll give you the entire roadmap in a sense, and we'll actually go through a live case study there. The other thing that we're doing here, depending on when you're listening to this, is we're going to be meeting with 15 people, only 15 people in a live room, okay, in a room live. We're going to be doing a workshop, building this in front of you, but then also building it with you, right alongside you. So if you are interested in that, it's going to be in North Carolina, third week in June. If you want details on that or just to see if there's availability, because again, there's only going to be 15 people and I'm sure it's going to fill up fast. So head over to theamazingseller.com forward slash live and you can register for that or you can be notified when we have an upcoming one. So definitely go check that out. So that's pretty much going to wrap it up, guys. Like I said, the show notes, the transcripts, probably going to want to download this one. This one here has got a lot of different components. Uh, those Those seven things are there for you to kind of look at and see where are you in this process. Where do you need to work on your skills? Where do you need to focus a little bit more of your time and energy and and really build this thing out bigger than what you're doing right now? And look and see what it is you can do like right now. Like what's the low hanging fruit in these seven things? 
All right, so guys, remember, as always, I'm here for you. I believe in you and I am rooting for you, but you have to, you have to. Come on, say it with me. Say it loud. Say it proud. Say it for the 350th time on this episode. Take action. Have an awesome, amazing day, and I'll see you right back here on the next episode.